Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 2nd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, I'm back in the dungeon. It's been a while since I've been down here recording. It's nice to be in that the is. friendly confines here. Friendly, menacing confines down there in the dungeon. Dungeon crew, back at it. Recording. Uh, how was everything? How was your travel? Tired? It's great. Weary? I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm on West Coast time now, so it's still pretty early, but yeah, it was it was a it was a big trip. Lots of lots of work was great. Swinging by uh Olympic Club for a little while and, and uh checking in on the US Women's Open. So uh good. Yeah. Fantastic. It was it was a it was a, a busy trip, but a good trip. The calendar's flipped to June now. It's very exciting. It is, this is gonna be a sprint here. It's technically what? we're recording. Today is the first. I know you said it's the second. I was thinking that, you know, the world's kind of coming together here. That's just not. So now you're taking bites of every apple, every corner of the apple here. Every side of apples don't have corners. But, like, it's, you, I have to announce it on the first. It's not recording on the first. There's so many options that that's going to happen. I can't believe well, this, is, this isn't going anywhere. This is a dumb discussion. But you're just trying to have it every which way. Yeah, it's when we announce it. I can it. have it, it any way June. I want it. <laughs> I'm one of I'm fifty percent right. of the podcast. That's you know. We got, we have a loaded like three week stretch here. Eh, it's wild. Weeks. More than it's that. It's absolutely it's wild. Be an absolute sprint. Uh, we have the U.S. Women's Open. We have the NCAA Championship ongoing right now. Uh, going to the men's finals, team finals, uh, Wednesday evening. Um, we have the Memorial, an elevated status event on some tours with extra extra cash, extra exemptions. Are there extra points in the elevated status or no? Is that just a bridge too far? The points are too valuable to just hand no, those there's out. No, really I don't nilly. think there's more points. Which is, as, as Joe more Lamagna said, as pointed out, maybe the most flawed aspect of the FedEx Cup. Um... Uh, so it's just a, a loaded week uh, across the board, loaded month, really. Uh, where do you want to start? Should we start with the NCAAs? We'll, we'll get to U.S. Women's Open, but NCAA is start... the event that's in progress. Yeah, we we'll, do that? we'll do that quick. The Burley boys knocked out my line eye. It was a downer of a start to my day. I shook it off. I was pretty bummed. You know, I've, uh, I feel just bad. I feel bad for, for my line eye. A couple seniors, Mike Fields, Giovanni Tadioda. Uh, who've been with the program for a long time, played their last rounds as a line eye. It's sad. God, I'm watching the replay right now. That that Greyhawk looks interesting. I just see aerials. They got a blimp out there. They must have taken an actual cookie cutter and just dropped those homes just one after another all around that course. They all look the same from the air. Exact same model. I don't think the USGA gets enough, or not the USGA, the NCAA NCAA. gets enough shit about 
about their choice to be here three straight years. Why three? I don't understand. It's 105 degrees. June 1st. It's terrible. I did it in February or something. Why? It's just a head-scratching decision. The other thing is like this whole like host course. Like why why is, why does a team get a hosted? Like we we see it where they go play in Stillwater in Oklahoma Oregon. State. You know, they, they and they play Eugene, Oregon. You know, they're playing yeah. in Arizona State's backyard this week. And you know, Who sure was the host at Rich Harvest play. Farms? Northern Illinois. Rich... I was gonna say the call. Okay. All right. Northern Illinois. Were they the in it? They were just the host. No, they, they were, were in, in it. I think okay. they get it. Right. I think you get a spot in it. No. I'm not that's I'm not ridiculous. Positive. I think they okay. were in it. I can't remember, but I feel like they were in it. Okay. Yeah, why I don't that doesn't make any sense. Why does there have to be a host school or host I just Yeah, look, just host it somewhere. Part of this is Golf Channel for sure putting their thumb on the scale. They want it in uh West Coast, I believe, or or prime time. But you know, I guess Greyhawk was the only one. It's the only golf course in the Pacific time zone. I don't know. Well, they're going to uh, La Costa years. next for three years or something. And okay, Gil Hans is right. redesigning that at that's least. Right. Like, at least it'll be. Right. Like, Greyhawk's right. just miserable. <laughs> but, you know what? It's a great format. It's a thrilling format. Like, watching yeah. match play is great. So, from that, yep. you know, it's just like the Ryder Cup. It could overcome the Belfry and overcome K club. Uh, sure. it can overcome Hazeltine national. Um, uh, Turk Pettit is your individual national champion. He won it Monday night from Clemson and the finals for the team cha- portion of the championship will be Pepperdine versus Oklahoma. The Burley boys is you that Quade Cummins is something got the gold chains he's, dangling. He's shouting. 25. He's Did this they is like Chris what... Winky all over again. I was Why thinking about Why is he twenty five? Did he try to was... play minor league baseball? What what like Winky? What happened there? I I was trying to I was thinking about this all day. How big of an advantage it is for a twenty five year old to play against like eighteen year old college kids, nineteen, twenty year old college kids. Like you're such a golf idiot when you're twenty. And he's like twenty five. He he could you can win the mid-am this year. <laughs> you should try that. Quaid Cummins. Uh, you sound like you're you're kind of salty about how they rolled through your Illini. They didn't roll through them. They barely trying, beat them. They nudged them. You're one trying to the, check their birth one certificate of the now? Guys, one of the Oklahoma Disqualify boys, them? One of the Burley boys lost eight and six, all right? <laughs> like, it, it was, it's fine. They They... They won, but that you know we have a fifth year senior because of COVID too. But Quad Cummings, Quaid, whatever, however you pronounce his name, <laughs> big big quads Cummings. You could say big quads. I think that could be a good nickname for him. Boy. Big big quads. He's a big boy. He's very thick. He's got a thick trunk, some thick tree trunk legs. He's from. Rural, I think very rural, Oklahoma, somewhere out there. Uh, maybe that's why he's 25. It took him a while to find Norman. I don't know. Uh, so you get Pepperdine versus Oklahoma Monday night. Look for that. It's great. Kind of teaser before we get into all these main events. Uh, not, not This is a main event, but, you know, the Thursday to Friday, more more traditional schedule. Uh, anything else on NCAA you want to 
Just well, go. I just love how the schedule works out that it leads right into the U.S. Women's Open, you know? Sure. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, that seems like it would be a good matchup. That, their stud is is struggling. That Garrett Reband or Rebrand? Yeah. He sounds like he's searching. He needs to rebrand. Ah, I walked you right into that one, or I walked myself into that one. <laughs> just smack in the face. Um. All right, so let's move on. So to he's the a Thursday, red, the f- red, red shirt freshman. Garrett? Reband? Yeah. No, no. No. Quad. Quaid. Quad. I don't know why he's so old. Well, this is his sixth year, but it still doesn't make any sense. So he's been, he's been a burly boy for a long time. A lot of... Just a lot of burliness. He was with that kid who... Uh, the kid who beat Roy McIlroy in an arm wrestling contest at that Sage Valley thing, the junior. The, the, then he went to Oklahoma. God, I can't remember his name. He was, was it Blaine boy. Hale? Very... No. Blaine? Quaid? Unbelievable Blaine Hale names. They was got so burly. Out. So burly. <laughs> Um, all right. I feel like I feel like the the Oklahoma golfers have like the most distinct look. Like if you yeah, took everything away, do. if if they had nothing Oklahoma on, you'd be like, he plays for Oklahoma. <laughs> That's a fair stereotype, I think. That works. Like I mean, they, uh, all they're they're right. always burly. They're always thick. Which makes me wonder how Abe answer Abraham Prancer found it, but maybe that was the pre-Burley era. You know that Abe yeah. was there. You know, I mean, um, when they won, I was at the Rich Harvest when they won there, and when yeah. they stormed, like they all like tackled each other. I was like, I was like, holy shit, somebody might get hurt. <laughs> legitimately, some of these boys legitimately could maybe play football. They they're like they're like oh, high school. No, they're like high school fullbacks. Brad Dalkey was the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, oh, yeah, He was a big boy. He was a big boy. He was a burly boy. I know they great. had they had Dalkey. They had uh, they had Blaine Hale. They had they had a Brad, a Quaid, a Blaine. All these yeah. one syllable country boy names. All right. How about that? Do you see the coaches um, wearing the same sweater vest? It's 105, yeah. and he's wearing the the sweater vest. What do you think about that? Yeah, I. I actually can't, I don't know. I can't, I get my own superstitions. I wear the same clothes. Like if the Browns went on a Sunday, I'll wear it the next Sunday. Or like the Tribus on a, a run through the playoffs and the hat works, I'll wear the same hat sometimes. I don't know when I started that. Recently, as an old man, which is kind of sad. But uh, I, I, I guess I suppose I should, I can't throw stones if I live in a glass house. But he looks ridiculous in a sweater vest. Did they need a sweater vest at Rich Harvest Farms? Was it kind of, yeah, chilly then. Mm. Okay, it's this it's, is not uh, best weather in, in Greyhawk. It's, it's dicey in Chicago and uh, sure, late May. sure. All right, let's move on. The U.S. Women's Open. Anyways, that's your good Wednesday night watch. Pepperdine versus Oklahoma. All right, U.S. Women's Open at the Olympic Club. Uh, it is what the second women's major championship of the year. A lot of course talk, as always is the case with the U.S. Open or U.S. Women's Open, but they are really elevating this championship to places where it should be with some of these venue choices going forward. It feels like we are getting some real uh, creme de la creme or at least 
courses that have a lot of major championship history, a lot of times just on the men's side, now hosting the women. And Olympic is one of them. Uh, obviously, we're very familiar with it as a U.S. Open venue. Uh, it's going to become a PGA deal going forward towards the lit- latter half of this decade. But what are your uh, what are your impressions after being out there? I'm, I'm fired up. I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of kind of previewing some of the videos coming out of there. So what, what were your impressions after being there this week? Well, I, Olympic Club is a course that I would uh, hate to play regularly. It's very challenging. It's, yeah. it's extraordinarily hard. Uh, it needs a lot. It needs work. I think the club is planning to do some work, but at the same time, like there's a reason it's hosted eleven. Or this is the 11th USGA Championship. It's hosted. Um, there's yeah. a reason. It requires like immense shot making out there. It. it there might not be a more demanding golf course in the U S from in terms of just like purely the shots that you have to hit. Um, it's really small greens. The fairways are narrow, narrower than they probably should be, but the fairway slopes and the elevation, I mean, you're effectively playing golf on the side of a mountain. So, you know, it's a, it's taxing physically, but then, you know, from a from a golf standpoint, you just never are comfortable. It's like a there's a, a cool air wind, so it's it's just a strong. The ball goes nowhere out there. Um, yeah, heavy, right? Like heavy. yeah, you. They talked about it. You know, the men talked about it at Harding Park. It's almost worse yep. at, at Olympic because you're you're closer to the ocean at Olympic slightly, um, and it's just like this cool air rolls in, and it, you know it it is. But you're always hitting from side hill eyes. The greens are tiny. There's a lot of elevation change. It's just very, it's very difficult golf course. Um, and if you don't, you're going to have to hit the ball a couple different ways out there. Like you, there are tee shots you have to draw the ball. If you don't draw it, like you're, you're not going to hit the fairway. And the, and once you hit, miss the fairway, the rough is extremely thick, like very, very thick. Um, depending on what they do, if you. Uh, this week, if you hit it in the rough, it's for these women. It's just going to be like a hack it out with a uh, with a with a wedge. Yeah. Um, can I? We've, I've got some great quotes from Angela Stanford, Stanford on that. So they're the rough and, and sort of the shot making. But can we drill down? I think pretty much everyone listening, they're golf nuts. I, I think I know what it means. What does shot making to you exactly mean? Work it both ways. Be to hit off uneven lies, throwing it to very pinpoint precise greens with no like what do you what do what do we mean so, by shot making the, the thing that i'm most excited we're doing a little video on this so i don't want to give away the whole oh yeah video. No, yeah but but um uh, right. you know the big thing that we're that i'm excited about is these fairways and the slopes in them so you'll be hitting like the fourth hole is a perfect example it's a big it's the the t's on a ridge and the greens on the same ridge and if you know like anything about like those ridges in california mm-hmm. they then slope hard to the right so the yep. the the green is up to the left you play down into the canyon and yep. then you play there's the ridge all slopes right and then the greens up to the left right yep, yep. so if you hit the right half of the fairway it's going to bound into the rough so yeah. You either have to hit the high side of the fairway, which makes it a very small fairway, or these there they might be able to hit draws into them. Like that's the thing that's interesting to me is that you know at the PGA Tour there's eight players that hit seventy percent of their fairways or more. 
With the LPGA Tour, there's 106 or 107 players that hit 70% of their fairways or more. And, you know, I think 17 that hit 80% or more. You know, the the leader in fairways is is just under 90%. So, you know, these, these women can fit into tight pockets, and that's the hardest thing out there. And that's what we've seen in, in U.S. Opens of past out there is that, you know, you have to hit the fairway out there. There's a great... Arnold Palmer line. Like if you, it's not that bad. If you keep it in play, if you hit in the rough, you're lucky to break 80 is, you know, paraphrasing. Um, so it, that's, and then you're hitting into these uphill greens, you know, from, you know, ball significantly below your feet, above your feet and these small targets. Like you just have to be really good golfers. It's what we talked about a little bit at Kiwa, but not Kiwa was because of the elements tough. This is very difficult just from the lie standpoint, and it's very anti-driving range golf, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a, well, let's keep an eye out for that video too, by the way. The way you're explaining it over audio, I'm sure helps for the, some, the, but yeah. the video will be super helpful, That's, much we're more hoping, illustrative. We're hoping that so. the, the, the video showcases <laughs> a little bit more. Um, here's some quotes. Angela Stanford, I read this uh, Golf Digest uh, Todd Leonard article. She's, she thinks, so she's been around forever, mm-hmm. right? Angela Stanford, not new, thinks it's going to be the hardest U.S. Open setup that she's yeah. she's seen in her career, 20-plus years, U.S. Women's Open. She said with her caddy, they thought in certain conditions, Park could be 76. Certain conditions, not... Now, she's also like one of these young women, young girls going to go out and shoot like five under. I'll be like, I don't know how that happened, how that's out there. But she thinks it's the hardest, it'll be. To your point about the rough, she like can't believe it. There's no first cut apparently. It's just rough. Uh, I saw him out there. I saw him out there late last night. I was out there late. Ooh, fescue gate. We have a little fescue gate overnight. I saw. Changes? I saw. It seemed like they were putting a little first cut in. You know. Oh, was, okay. Okay. I, uh, All right. You know, I I saw the I saw the grounds crew out doing some passes. So. Uh, and, and so uh, she said when she goes in the rough, she can't imagine hitting anything more than a seven iron, no matter what. Even with the best lie, no more than seven hours. So again, that's more to your point about a lot of hack it out rough. Uh, here's your point on the shot making. This is a good one. This is right in Andy's wheelhouse here. It's going to be interesting watching some of the younger players this week. Stanford said they don't necessarily know how to move the ball both ways. Not naming any names, but there are some girls who I'd love to watch see how they play this golf course, only hitting it. Right to left or left to right, vice versa. Only hitting it one way. It's younger name. She's she's like I can't wait to see this. Uh, watching some of the younger players. So, kind of uh, more to your point about a veteran who's seen mm-hmm. all manner of U.S. Women's Open venues at this point. Saying it'll be fun to watch some of the younger players have to work it both ways. And, well, and, and this is where the da- the data boys will disagree. Is like. <laughs> You know, you but your effective size of the fairway out there, if you can hit a draw into the fairway that slopes hard right uh, left to right, the effective size of the fairway increases by 10 yards, you know, yeah. in some cases. In some cases, maybe even 15, you know, because now, the, the, the I was watching shots that legitimately were landing at the like the four yards inside the left rough line and rolling into the right rough. Well, that, yeah. 
How how intense are these slopes? Where like are you getting like a hook? Is a standard like short small little draw not going to get it done? You need to hit like rope hooks into the side of the hill. You don't need to hit rope hooks, but anything you can do to counteract the gravity. Yeah, you know. Okay. Okay. Because once that ball kicks, because what happens is it it softens that first kick. The first kick just kicks it offline and shoots it right. So if you have that spin to hold against it, um, you know. But what do I know? You know, I I'm sure there's da- there's years of data that of on flat courses that counteract this. So again, fantastic course, ton of history. Gonna be, it seems like an ass kicker. Of course, you know, maybe things change, maybe conditions are favorable. Uh, uh, there's no favorable course. conditions out there. It's yeah, just, it's, a, yeah. it's like a beautiful it's day. Be heavy. I play, you play in a beautiful day. The ball goes like. 30 yards short like you buy you nuke a drive and you're like god that went nowhere it's like so a, this is the this is the thing their yardages mean nothing out there that every yard it, it every whole place like 20 percent longer than its yardage it, it it effectively will probably play as the longest venue long i don't know if it is on the card probably is not but they, they think it could play as the longest setup. Uh, I know there's the longest par five in a women's open history, things like that. But um, fantastic course. Fantastic kind of... So we you talk about watching the women play like often a more interesting brand of golf. I think we saw that certainly at the women's British the last few years. Uh, we saw it at the you know Northwest Ohio events, Inverness. Is Olympic one of those that sets up well for that? Like watching a super, like the almost more better for watch, uh, more interesting style of golf that the women play. Yeah, I think. Or I mean, I think it's it too penal, too big, too. I think it'll be know. fun because the ball's going to be on the ground. Like that's okay. what's neat with with the women is is whether it's a lot of times it's approaching the green. I think here yeah. where the it's going to be really compelling watching it hit the ground out in tee shots. And, and where it rolls to, um, the greens are really tough too. Like they're those old school, severely sloped greens. So you get in the wrong spots, you got to play hard defense on them. They're really well protected. Um, I'm I'm not gonna hold back here. They have the worst bunkers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think you've said that before on this. Podcast. It is it is like maybe one of the. Or maybe five, you said that on it your It might be Friday the game. five greatest acts of architectural malpractice was Bill Love's uh, bunker work here. Is he, is Bill Love related to Davis Love of any kind? Is that any, is there any connection there? Long lost. I think, I think that are I think they are related. Okay, uh, so fantastic! I think fantastic viewing, uh, fantastic course, fa- fantastic talents taking on the course, fantastic broadcast window at least for this eastern time zone creature uh thursday oh we have featured groups stepping up on the women's app the women's open app and on uh oh uh, bill love isn't okay yeah we're just throwing it love's a common name you know maybe he's reggie loves brother cousin i don't know there's a lot of loves out there uh but we have featured groups mark mark love is is who he that's who it is yeah um Feature groups, good on the USGA, good on NBC, Golf Channel, whoever's working to put this together. You know, that was kind of a thing we popped them for a little bit at Champions, December. 
few months later, they spun it up. They've got it going. Feature groups coverage early. Um, we'll have five to seven Peacock coverage on Thursday and uh, I think Friday as well. Uh, and they have seven to 11 broadcast window Thursday, Friday with a, a similar on Saturday. They have do go early Sunday. They finish, I think, seven Eastern on Sunday because they want to finish on NBC. Um, and they're not going into primetime on NBC, but just absolutely, you know, no conflicts with Memorial, you know, it'll be cleaned up by Thursday, Friday. You can lock in Thursday, Friday night and watch. And you can watch it instead of watching Memorial on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. The one I say, the one thing I'll say about Olympic, you know, is that they haven't completely, you know, departed from their original golf design and decided it was needed to be you know, completely overhauled. We'll get into Jack's comments. Tinkering forever, it seems like. It's just, he's already well, making ch- changes he wants to do next. After One magazine still ranks it as one of the 20 best in America, or whatever it is. <laughs> um, all right. What, for you, at the U.S. Women's Open, is the best case scenario? Now, we All just right. saw Phil Mickelson win the PGA Championship. For you personally, probably not a best-case scenario. For networks, for golf, among the best-case scenarios. Spieth winning. Like, Phil, that is a story for the ages. What would be that kind of story this week at the U.S. Right. Women's best-case scenario. I saw a lot of uh, negative commentary, a lot of ridiculous things being said about Shen Shen Fang withdrawing after playing... A ridiculous oh. sum of golf, a ridiculous number of holes of golf in a hundred plus degrees heat right before the biggest tournament of the year. And she said, you know what? I don't care about third or fourth place. I don't care about the $25,000. I want to get ready for the biggest event of the year. And I saw that there were people calling for disqualification, people we calling some... for, for her to give back all of her money. Um, which I thought DQ'd was absolute, from this week. They uh, thought abs- she there was some s- serious show or Michael Breed. There were callers. I don't know who what they were guests. Spicy takes. Spicy takes saying she should be disqualified from the women's open for <laughs> bailing on the consolation match. Unbelievable. Stuff. So my my best case scenario is she wins and then oh, rubs it can rub it in all of their faces saying. Look who look who won the U.S. Women's Open, and uh, did the smart thing by not playing some meaningless third place match. That would be good. That would not be a. That would I would. That's What's good. your best that's case best scenario? Um, I think along the lines of Phil, just an absolute icon. I think she's every bit the legend of Phil. In B Park, yeah, she's like so my. So the USGA sends out this like packet of like she has been doing this like US junior runner up, US junior winner, USA like been just doing this forever, right? Just an absolute legend on the level of Phil that we've known since she was a teenager and and even, you know, well before she was a pro. She's won 31 times. US Women's Open was her first ever win on the LPGA. She hasn't won a major in 6 years, but she's still competitive. Uh, you know, she won in March, I think, at the Kia Classic. Like, she's still getting it two done. In the world. I know. I'm not suggesting she's not Phil, like out in the top 100. But it's mm-hmm. been a while since she won a major, six years. Um, 
I wonder if she can hit it far enough. That's my I, concern yeah. for Olympic. I don't know. I, that, that's one of the things I'm really interested in about. Um, we've seen where this type of setup with thick rough and uh, narrow fairways and long course just plays right into the Brooks Bryson. Like it becomes yeah. like there's only five guys in the field that can win it. I don't think that that's the case with the L- LPGA because I don't think anybody hits it far enough um, or has the requisite like speed in the rough to do yep. that yet. Um, yep. So I think I think he in this case I think that MB Park is is totally a huge contender, which is not going out on a limb. But I I don't think I think it's she's one of the players that could go out and hit. 70 plus percentage of the fairways out here and if you do that you're gonna be in a really good spot i talked to one of the longest hitters on tour uh last night and she was she was talking about how awful the rough was and how you know she just had to pitch out so i don't think it's one of those like the bomb and gouge that's i don't think bomb and gouge is gonna work here yep Okay. Yeah, um, I just think like along the lines of Phil, MB uh, would stir the emotions for me. Saying, "How about that pairing?" This, on Thursday afternoon, this is going to be right in the prime time window. Window, Lydia Ko, yeah, MB and Shan Chan all together. That's so good. Followed by a defending champion, Alim Kim, Sophia Popov, and Rose Zane, the amateur. Who a lot of a lot of buzz for the amateurs. There's a ton of them. There's I think great, the most some great amateurs. Since I want to say like 2006 or so overall, but um, you got Rosane is obviously one of them. A lot of people thinking Rachel Heck has a shot. Won mm-hmm. five straight college events in a row, national champion. I think she lit it up at a collegiate event here at this very venue uh, recently. A lot of buzz for her. Uh, oh, we got one on from a listener, Rebecca Peichel. Peichel. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, Isabella McCauley from small Minnesota country club qualified. This is catnip for Andy. She said she set the course record. I heard the first thing she did when she got home was sit down and write a thank you note to the superintendent of the course, thanking him for having the course in such impeccable condition so that she could achieve the course score that she did setting the course record. So that's, uh, Isabella McCauley, an amateur, maybe not the one of the more high-profile ones, but there are plenty. And Co- Chloe Kovaleski getting a lot of buzz, isn't she? The you know, it's a fourteen-year-old that hits it like two ninety. Uh, so just a lot of other stories uh, on the margin in the amateur ranks. In addition to you know the heavy hitters, the Corda sisters are playing together. They apparently like that putting them together. Uh, Michelle Wee, like. She's not a realistic contender. Is that a fair? Is that unfair to say? She's been out of the game. It's her first start since 2018. I think people like she's played first with Paula Creamer and Christy Kerr. Yeah, she played a, first. A I couple, think it's her. Yeah, she played a no first weeks U.S. Ago. Open. That's why U.S. Okay, Women's yeah. Open. That's what since 2018. So, um, I don't know. They put they put her with Paula Creamer and Christy Kerr. A lot of great, great sort of pockets. Your girl there. Amari uh, Avery in, in the field too. Yeah. She's playing well. I texted with her dad. Yeah, la- I mean, well. who knows? Last year, a couple AMs were right in it. Like uh, Caitlin Path was in the mix on Sunday. I mean, there there was uh, so that that's Nalini one of the no, neat things. I think. Yeah, she uh-huh. hasn't turned pro yet. I don't believe so. Yeah. It's, All right. Uh, yeah, that that Rose Rose Zhang, She's so nice. I was I was on a shuttle with her. One of my buddies uh, 
they go to the same driving range and she oh my buddy's got a new board she took a picture with a new board you know made this really? day he texted me about it <laughs> this was weeks ago and, and i you know I talked to her. I was just like, hey, thanks for taking a picture with that, you know, baby. So You think when Sergio sets a course record, he goes and writes a letter to the superintendent thanking him for having the course in impeccable shape? That is, this is the biggest That's event of their story. year. And I, I, I was overwhelmed by how polite and how, like, willing to talk these these players were. Like, you know, and like how nice they were. It was It was so refreshing. That the so women's game, were... as a as just a member of the media, is so refreshing. It's just wonderful that they, you know, are excited to, that you're there, you know, and covering yeah. the sport. You know, they, yeah. they recognize that there's like you know two sides of the game. I don't think you've made it official. Is this the event of the week? Oh yeah. yeah. Did we already event say that? Week. Okay. All right. Event uh, of the week. I'm excited to watch this. All right. I'm hoping KitchenAid sponsors it. Did you see that aim at Why? Because you've been co-opted already? <laughs> no. no. Just... What do you mean, KitchenAid sponsors what? Event of the week nominee? No, no. Uh, the, did you see the Aim and the... Lynch article about oh, speculation yeah. of the USGA looking for a sponsor? Maybe KitchenAid. KitchenAid US Women's Open. Just spread their money, or they could become the Mitsubishi Electric of uh, major championships. Just yeah. become the sugar daddy of a couple different majors. <laughs> That wouldn't be bad. This could be Senior the, this PGA, could be, U.S. Women's Open. Yeah, this could be the uh, toaster oven uh, open. All right. All right. Uh, let's do an ad read for, speaking of Brandon, segments. We'll do an ad read do, for our uh, Father's Day gift guide. Father's Day sponsor. The It is Memorial Week. You got, what, two weeks left? Two and a half, three weeks till Father's Day. Get your orders in now. We have a promo code for bdraddy.com, zerorestriction.com. The promo code is SGSDAD. Uh, it gets you 30% off at both of those websites. Uh, that is exclusive just for SGS listeners. SGSDAD, it will expire next Monday. So try to get it done this week. Knock it out. Uh, you know, Get a polo, get a zero restriction, some sort of rain gear or a vest like that's not the thing like your dad just gets for himself right you got you maybe get wins it at an event or he does gets it because he's got shop credit i don't know you'd never but it's a thing you need that you just you know your dad maybe doesn't spring for for himself or uh, sweaty boy season you know or sweaty boy support. season i was so i was in on tuesday or monday god i'm losing track of days just been on the road yeah. too long um, on Monday, I was in Napa in the morning. It was a hundred plus degrees. It was awful. Really? But huh. you know what kept me pretty relatively climate controlled was the Dratty Sport shirt. It was wonder. It, it really did did work. But then I came down. I went down to San Francisco, and then it's like sixty and and cool. I, I it was jarring. It was two hours away, and it it dropped. 40 degrees. You know what they say? It's about unbelievable. The coldest winter you've ever spent is a summer in San Francisco. And that's why you need Dratty Sport. Maybe not suitable for you summer in to, San Francisco. Yeah. That's, I switched to the Dratty regular. For summer in Napa. All right. I, and then, the, then the, the, yeah, I switched to the regular Liam and I, and I popped on uh, the Lawrence Lightweight vest. 
Fantastic. They also have, uh, if you are, I don't know, a San Diegan, a Torrey Pines appreciator, they are going to have a uh, 2021 U.S. Open collection. That is already up. They did a, a sort of a, a co-branded thing with Lee Wybranski, you know, famous artist, who, great work. I have a bunch of his paintings in my office. Uh, he designed sort of a, a Torrey Pines logo for them, so they'll have some 2021 U.S. Open gear. If you want to do that for Father's Day, get it now. It'll be locked and loaded. You can give it to them on the weekend of the Open. If not, you know, just get you know, regular gear, non, non-U.S. non Open logo. Zero restriction, or be dratty, polos, pullovers, vests, boxers, dick boxer, whatever you want. Uh, it is a luxurious item for your dad. I think he will appreciate it. The promo code is SGSDAD. All right, event of the week, U.S. Women's Open. On the PGA Tour, we have the Memorial Tournament at Jack's Place, TM. It's just called Jack's Place now. Uh, That is a loaded, elevated status invitational. The course will be a primary discussion point, maybe for different reasons than the U.S. Women's Open venue and course. Jack has overhauled it. A lot of comments. I mean, it's just, you can read them on the internet at various places. He talked at length. Uh, every hole sounds new. So, sounds like they went out to just put in sub air or precision air and ended up just redoing like every bunker, moving a bunch of greens, moving a bunch of fairways. Uh, just, I thought they, I think he just wanted to get the Poana out of the fairways and greens and put in sub air and ended up like kind of redoing almost every hole. They, they, he's already talking about stuff he wants to do again. He's already looking at changes to 15 he wants to make with Bunker. He's going to be tinkering, it sounds like, again very soon. 16, you know, very hard part three. Sounds like he was unaware that there was, I don't know, eight inches of pitch back off the greens. Like, oh, I don't know when or how that happened. It seems like he blamed the shaper, if I'm reading between the lines, or the builder. I don't know. It seems like yeah, that wasn't supposed to be like that, but... They've been playing it like that, I believe, for a while. That's the one where the guys got a little grumpy about it. Like, very hard to hold it, you know, hitting mid-iron, maybe seven-iron for some. Uh, Just a lot of comments on the course from Jack. I think that will continue to be a, you know, in the crosshairs. Oh, this is new greens. He thinks it'll be softer this year, and they'll be firmed up by next year. Why, Why it would be softer, I'm not sure. Isn't it usually firm with new greens? but that's what he said. I don't know. Who knows? I know that our superintendent, Chad Barks, wonderful there. They did do, if you want to know anything about the golf course, the Ohio superintendent network, did like all these hole by holes. So anything, you know, you'll probably get more insight from Chad than you will from Jack because he he was more involved in the project than Jack was. Um, he, He would know why the green was pitched that way. Um, so I recommend watching those if you wanted to if you want to get in on on the uh, see what all the changes. To be fair, Jack was very complimentary, almost deferential to Chad during his press. Like he's got it going perfect. He does great work and all that. So it, it'll be good. It seems like it'll be another tough tough test. Maybe Jack says thinks it'll be tougher in the future. This will be among the easier. And it sounds like ones, he's wait, you know just. Are he making excuses? I don't know if he's making excuses. I think he's happy with it. But again, he's already looking at things he wants to change again. Down How the does line. it work? So. Does does the, the the members is it like assessed? Are the members assessed for all of Jack's changes, or does he 
does he pay for them? Like, how does it work? He was complaining about the members who were bitching about the ref. He goes, well, it's just for the championship. We'll mow it down. Like, what are you mad about? You know, that kind of thing. So he, he does say the changes were to make it better for member play. Allegedly. Well, I'll, but they used like shot link data. I think it was just to make it play differently for the championship, but I don't know, or the tournament. Um, Jack, you know, delicate. Jack didn't look great. He's 81. Um, you know, you hope he's doing this for 10, 20 more years. Uh, but it was good to have him there and listen to him. So, um, you know, and, and he's, these legends of the game aren't in public very often anymore. You get like the Masters, and then you get maybe an event. <laughs> Gary Player crowbars his way into a lot of things, I suppose. But um, I don't know. It's still good to have his voice, I think. Uh, even if some of it is sort of old man yelling at cloud, you know, tangents, but, uh, he didn't look great today. Um, but here's hoping we have him hosting this for another 10, 20 years. So, uh, all right. What else should we do? One and done's real quick before we forget who's your memorial. Yeah. It's like a second shot golf course. We hear that all the time. Now, maybe that's changed. No, well, we don't know. We don't know anymore. You know, these, uh, these pros are going to have tough time new greens they're they're not going to know what to do they're going to have to bury their faces in their green reading books oh they do that at places that they play every year for 20 years that's true uh i'm going to take patrick reed i don't know why he hasn't been playing great um actually you know what i'm gonna change it up i'm gonna go hideki hideki matsuyama i was looking at that past champion here obviously played well at augusta national i believe showed up and play, acquitted himself pretty well at the pga you know he had a rough being, weekend he had a rough last he, 27 he bombed holes. out hard but but he was he know, was legitimately in the mix yes which is not something you might expect for like the guy who just had his career defining you know achievement you might expect him to kick back so i'm going with the decky figure he, he's back in the saddle i'm taking victor okay Obviously, great played great at uh, the workday. He didn't play great at the Memorial last year, but he played great at the workday, which, you know, was a completely different tournament, different different course. Same course, but, you know. Uh, so I'll take I'll take Victor. I'm trying to pull up featured groups for everybody, but PGATour.com is down. I don't know what's going on here. I know. I went to research. I was trying to do some research. Oh, it's under maintenance. I got I got past the 503 forbidden this is this is incredible i was concerned the russians had hacked pjtour.com like they're hacking major pipelines they're hacking ha- hacking you know major food uh, meat process processors then maybe they're just they don't want people to consume the bot content they're just disrupting our way of life i don't know i can't get through to pjtour.com uh your feature groups i know ricky is not one of them so that's all. I, uh, he he didn't make the cut. So, but uh, sorry, PGATours.com. I'm trying to promote their product, their feature groups, and and I can't get to their website. Uh, anything else on Memorial? I know it's an elevated status, but it's not the event of the week. Uh, I mean, anything? No, I don't. I don't really have anything. I'm... It's the premier event between the two majors, but. You know, it, uh, it's going to be I'll tune in a little bit, but I'm planning to spend a lot more time watching the women this week than than watching Memorial. What's your favorite milkshake brand? 
place restaurant do you have like a milkshake a milkshake that you think stands above because we're gonna get think, that content you know uh there's a there's i go to oberweiss around here okay i get a uh chocolate banana milkshake which i'm sure will make you banana that is so unnecessary why would you what? defile Don't, an otherwise you, fine milkshake with you, banana flavoring <laughs> what well you're you're just an idiot because you don't like bananas if you've never had chocolate banana milkshake, I'm, I might go get one this week because of this. That is disgusting. All right. Um, on the European tour, we have what, what kind of what Europe. kind of what kind of milkshake would you have? Chocolate, just chocolate. That's what I go for. There's a place in Cleveland called East Coast Custard that I like. They make good, thick. I don't know why it's called East Coast. East Coast. It's in Cleveland, but um, chocolate milkshake. All right. On the European tour, we have the Porsche European Open. Have you heard about this? What's happening? No. Germany closed the border to people from UK because of this variant of the, the, the of COVID. We have insight. I don't know if this is news yet. We have intel from the grounds. Caddies, players trying to DM and shotgun start, trying to get over the border from the maiden Himmerland. Uh, heavy negotiations going on with the German government due to banning those from the UK recently because of the Indian COVID variant. The Porsche event looks like a Friday or even Saturday start, 54 or 36 holes, but they eventually settled on a Saturday start, 54 holes. None of these guys can get over the border till Thursday. Oh my God, what a disaster. All, here's, we're currently on a train. This is the caddy. Currently on the train from blank, uh, you know, anonymous to anonymous with a heap of caddies. We're on holiday and on the beers, exclamation point. Just extra few days getting hammered on the train. He said, apparently today, this is now Tuesday, 32 players that were stranded at the Himmerland played a stable for an event. Just everyone shipped in 100 euros because they can't get into Germany. So that's the life on the Euro Tour this, this week. Uh, so that's kind of a... It's a pretty primo event. You know, they get... I saw Paul Casey's playing, so I dug into that. Apparently, he's a Porsche oh. brand ambassador, Paul Casey. Um, but, you know, Keimer... Like, they usually get a couple guys. I think this is where Patrick Reed used to play, and, and Bryson's played, and uh, unless I'm confusing it with another event in Germany. I believe this is where the changed camera... Yeah, uh, this is where it happened. happened. But Porsche European... And, and where Bryson did that... Real kind of walking, like cursory shake, shook the guy's hand when he blew up with like a nine or a 12. And then, like, was it McAvoy finally got his first win, his moment of triumph? And Bryson kind of blew him off and ran off the green, uh, sulking little. Was it Dick McAvoy? I think that's right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and if it's not this event, we apologize. Our memory's hazy. On the uh, senior circuit, the social security circuit. Principal Charity Classic, that is in Des Moines, the Wakanda Club. I think that's a Friday to uh, Friday to Sunday event, just the 54-hole. Principal Charity Classic. You should drive out to Des Moines. That's not too far from you. Langford Barreau. I, I do want to see Wakanda. It's, a, it's a, one of the courses that, you know, most needs to restore its uh, golf course, get back to its Langford Barreau roots. There's a lot of good bones out there, I, I've heard through the grapevine. I got to see it this year. 
That sounds like something that would upset the, the senior circuit. I think this is the regular, the principal charity. Then you go in there, you start ch- changing things up on them. They <laughs> just, it's a lot of bitching and moaning that you do that to those 50 plus year old guys. They don't like they that. They play a couple uh, Langford Moros. They play in Minnehaha in San, uh, yeah. South Dakota too. They that's play right. two Langford Moros. Maybe that's the, yeah. Maybe they shouldn't abolish it. Go to these golden age architect courses. Maybe some of them are in disrepair or need need a restoration. But hey, maybe that's Andy's circuit. We also got a message that Ernie absolutely cares about. Somebody said they're out there with him. He's absolutely grinding. Needs to pay for his winery that's getting hammered by COVID. Ernie absolutely cares. Much to your uh, contrary to your point that he. Might I don't not. believe that. I didn't think you would. I didn't think you would. Um, all right, on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour, we have the Rex Hospital open. That is the Country Club at Wakefield in the Raleigh area. Uh, and that's it for our schedule for the week, I believe. KFT, Euro Tour, Senior Circuit, Memorial, U.S. Women's Open, and NCAA is finishing Wednesday night. Anything on the Rex Hospital open? Got nothing. No. Cam Young right. going for a three-peat? That's, that's about going it. Going for three in a row yeah um news john pock john pack i should say wins the haskins award that came down i think tonight tuesday night uh also got in uh pga tour university john pack yeah too. and the rebrand uh, garrett reband it's not rebrand right no it's reband reband mm-hmm all right, you have anything else on this? You good? I'm good. I'm excited. Excited. Watch the women's open. It's gonna be fun. I can't believe this website's down. PJ. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Billion dollar company. Davis Thompson, Austin Eckroat, uh, ASU's Chun Chun Anyu, and Garrett Kevin Reban. What's I think that? he goes by Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin for ASU. They lost tonight. Sad. They'll play. I think they get status, KFT status, starting at BMW. Chari- and your Fiegel's guy, I think, is getting form A tour. He was on like the 6 through 15 list. So, uh, along with Quaid, Quad, <laughs> go, to the, go to the form A tour. So. All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesday evening, your Wednesdays, your Friday juniors, your Fridays. We'll be back Friday. We'll have an eye on Olympic. We're going to uh, maybe scour, see who's popped up on that top 10 top 20 who's who's lurking there on the leaderboard thursday evening uh take that in event of the week 7 to 11 p.m at olympic uh we'll be back with you on friday